Now, last week, Maya revealed that rates of theft had jumped to five-year highs, and they're not the only chain dealing with a crime wave at the moment. Coles, Kmart and Target have all called out skyrocketing rates of theft as a major problem. Retail crime is up by 23% in 2022, the fastest that's grown since records started back in 1995. So why? Is it because cost of living pressures are biting so hard that people are stealing more? And what are the retailers doing to crack down? Well, Paul Zara is CEO of the Australian Retailers Association. He's on the line for us now. Paul, welcome back to Afternoons. Good afternoon, Deb. So what are the main reasons, do you think, driving this shoplifting crime wave? Well, I think, as you've just mentioned, I think there's definitely um, a lot of people hurting out there. The cost of living pressures have actually, unfortunately, driving a lot of people to crime. That's really been the biggest difference we've seen um, post-COVID. And, of course, retailers, I mean, in the state, permanent state of disruption, they've had to deal with all sorts of things through the COVID period. So retail crime is really a big concern for them when they're dealing with fuel, energy, rent increases. And, of course, this is sort of exacerbating their struggles. And is it the bigger retailers feeling the the biggest hit here or are the smaller shops also being impacted? Well, it actually goes across the board, Deborah, because um, what we're finding, of course, the bigger retailers can actually afford to um, invest in covert and overt security, but also in technology because the biggest fight against retail crime is through technological-type solutions, things like um, uh, closed-circuit television, uh, etc. But the small mom-pa shops, of course, they can't invest. Um, so the small business particularly hurts more because they've got uh, tighter margins mm. and they can't invest in that technology to um, to solve for these problems. So, And it has been across the board. So we are seeing a real move, actually, away from what we would term as shoplifting, um, which is somebody being um, a little bit more um, opportunistic, I guess, to more organised crime. So organised crime is professional shoplifting, we would call it, where it involves two or more people who conspire to steal retail merchandise with the intention of reselling the items at a profit, so not for their own personal gain. And obviously there's a pretty penny to be had if they're taking it to that level for organised criminals to be involved. Oh, absolutely. And we've been watching um, uh, the US particularly because they've had this big this issue for some time, and it, and it goes beyond just the cost of living. There's obviously uh, higher drug and alcohol abuse we're seeing so these things are playing into um, retailers' um, problems right now, and uh, you know it, 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 there's not a simple solution. It means uh, for most retailers, they have to Im- implement a suite of initiatives to try and combat it. And you mentioned some of the technology. Facial recognition was another one that was being raised as a, a way of the future of dealing with with shoplifting and crime. What are some of the yes. other methods that you employ? Well, look, there's other. Um, we, you, you would have, you would, um, most of us have seen when you're shopping in a fashion store. It's EAS system, which stands for Electronic Article Surveillance, which is those hard tags that go onto a fashion item that has to be. You can only release. You remove, it by yeah. They the, remove it yeah, at the checkout the, when you the buy. The tag, yeah. yes, exactly. But the big technology right now is the radio frequency identification um, uh, units, which are, in short, in retail terms, is called RFID, and this is tagging, which involves. Smaller, small devices that use RFID to track and identify objects. So whilst the, the, the system can identify when something's been stolen and there's nothing that can apprehend the particular person stealing, we, um, we know that most criminals that are in organised crime return the items to get cash because they're looking for, for payment. So uh-huh. with RFID technology, they can, uh, they can actually um, quickly identify that the item was stolen when it's returned as opposed to being paid for. And I've noticed some retailers, Target being one, where if you've 
you got an item and you don't have the receipt for it, you you can't get a cash refund. I know that some stores used to offer that. They've sort of changed the way that they operate with returns. Is that because of the shoplifting issue? That's that's correct. So the um, in most retailers now will um, have employed those types of policies to ensure that um, partly to, to manage um, and mostly to manage uh, people stealing and then wanting to bring the item back for cash. So without the receipt, of course, um, that um, stops that behaviour in its tracks. And one of the other measures that you've brought in as a direct result of the increase in shoplifting and, and theft is this Retail Crime Advisory Committee. Just tell me about what you're hoping to achieve with that. So we've, we've realised that, um, in fact, to, to stop this uh, issue, one of the um, re- what, what we know as retailers, whilst we compete, we're also are happy to share information. So often these organised crimes uh, operate in a particular location. So by sharing information with not only amongst the retail community but also with police and with government, we're able to, to go... Uh, become more preventative rather than reactive after the situation. So these advisory committees have been really important in sharing information and talking through ways to um, stop particular um, situations from arising again. So they've been really exceptionally useful. And do you hope for some sort of government intervention or police response to try and get on top of it? Well, we, we, we need we need all parties to play their part, retailers, police and government, because, of course, you know, when you're looking at those sorts of numbers, up 23%, what people don't realise is that retail crime, it, it's a theft, it costs billions. It's, about, it's more than $10 billion in Australia alone. And, of course, that ultimately all of us as customers end up picking up that cost because retailers, to survive, have to pass that cost on to the broader uh, consumer base. So we end up paying for it in higher prices, which obviously is not sustainable. And this is why this issue needs to be under, you know, brought under control. I'm speaking with Paul Zara, CEO of the Retailers Association. Sandra makes a good point on the text line, Paul. She says theft has sadly always been an issue for retailers, but she doesn't understand why retailers like Kmart has moved to place cashiers in the centre of the store. Surely that's made security more difficult. Same as with the self-checkouts, which is what a lot of the retailers are moving towards. Surely that's just feeding the theft. Well, look, the, uh, I can't specifically talk to the Kmart um, situation. That would be a function of retail design, and they would have done the the work to think that um, the additional, because um, often checkouts are at the front of the, the store and they take up what we'd see as valuable selling space. So I think they've um, Kmart have certainly done that in certain stores uh, with the view that they would sell more and that would um, ultimately compensate them for if there's any additional shrinkage. When it comes to self-services is the way of the world, I guess we all remember the days when we used to, you know, drive into a petrol station and somebody was serving us um, at the petrol. Yeah, um, distant memory, uh, unfortunately, yes. Yeah, unfortunately, these have become distant memories. And as more and more with the, the uh, pressure on cost of doing business, retail's looking to remove costs, and this is one of those ways of doing it. Plus, people actually are more generally more efficient in serving themselves through the checkout. And, of course, there is all sorts of technology that's now that's been employed at self, the self-service checkout to pick up theft. So what is that? It, basically, if, you, if you're trying to put it on, on the area it, after you've bought it, if you haven't paid for it, then it'll sort of flag that you've yes. got the item that you shouldn't have. You've got that happening, but also there's, there's increased CCTV, closed-circuit television that's around those areas, but also in some of the newer self-service, um, and you would see these in some of the supermarkets now, there's actually CCTV cameras at each particular self-serve checkout. Mm. So that's the way retailers are. And it, but they all are looking for technology solutions to help fight the, the retail crime issue. I know there's an attitude, though, from customers that if you're not going to be prepared to pay for workers to actually 
do the checkout at the supermarket or at the, at the retail area that people will think, well, bugger it. I'll just, you know, I'm sure that there is an attitude of, well, they're not paying what they should be, well, so I'll just get this one one it. item that I won't pay for along the way through. Well, that's the wrong attitude, of course, because that's, um, you know, theft is a crime and uh, obviously, um, and you know, all crime, ultimately shoplifters get handed over to the police, so that would be the wrong attitude to have. I think, you know, retail is looking at ways always to reduce costs uh, and if that means um, uh, implementing technology that can serve the customer in a, in a better way. Now, some people do prefer face-to-face um, uh, service, but that, that's the same thing. If I use the analogy of a bank, we all looked at the ATMs coming in and having the same conversation. But neither of those scenarios are exactly liked by consumers. That's the problem. No, well, I, th- I think I think the fact is that the world we're, we're becoming much more te- technolo- technologically able, and as a result, people are you know it's certainly not an excuse for retail crime, that's for sure. Mm. But people are actually um, are adopting that technology as a way, a, a more efficient way of actually serving. Now, in most retailers, they would also have face-to-face options for people that want to be served by a staff member. All right, Anne's just called in before I let you go, just with a, yes. a point to raise. Hello, Anne. Hi. This would be short and sweet. Like Kmart, I go to Mount Druitt. Kmart, which is a lower uh, social area, and the kids, you see that you see gangs going in there, putting bras and underpants and everything in there in, into their track pants, right? Yet I said to the girl near the door, she said to me, "Once they step a foot out of that door, they're not allowed to chase them. They're getting away with it." And then I go in there, and she checks all my bags, and my dockets, and everything, and they're walking away with all the stuff. They, the staff there, are not allowed to pursue the shoplifters. So where does that? What does that lead to? Yeah, well, I'll raise that with Paul, and thank you for that. Yep. Is that the case, Paul, that once someone has left the shop, they can't be pursued? Well, we train our staff, actually, in most retails, we train the staff to not uh, to take the law into into their own hands. So you need a trained security or loss prevention person to apprehend somebody, uh, and that's really the, the, the training. And there's other ways, obviously, in this case, the customer may, may believe that those kids are getting away with it, but there's other ways of actually... Um, getting information. Well, the police can then follow it up from the security footage anyway. That's correct. Yes, that's correct. And that's what happens. We go to a... It's more after the fact than on the the spot. Uh, So there's there's certainly, um, you know... It, it does not pay to thieve, that's for sure, because there, there are certainly other ways of getting the same information to police. All right, good on you, Paul. Great to talk, and we'll we'll stay You're across welcome. that and touch base with you again because it's interesting to see what sort of an impact this new crime-fighting body, as it were, advisory body, will have on this growing problem. Thanks so much. Absolutely. Paul Zara there, CEO of the Australian Retailers Association.